0: Friends, and welcome to this solo cast today. It's been a while since I've done one, but you know, it's coming around. If you don't know me, I'm the host of Dr. Me First, your colleague in medicine, your coach in life, the sassy femme doctor who just lets it all fall out of her mouth here on this podcast, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman. And I am excited to share just a message from my own heart today. So, we're getting into Thanksgiving. And there can be a lot of holiday triggers. Do you feel me on this? Several years ago, when I myself was at the bottom of the barrel of burnout, I was stressed out. I was burned out. I was just kind of all around done with the situation. I wanted to cry when this time came around. I would think like, what the fuck? Why am I crying with everyone around seems to be so excited about the holidays and seeing family and starting shopping and, you know, the food? Well, the end of the year represents vacation for a lot of people, but it didn't for me. It felt like more work, you know, because everybody's trying to get in before the end of the year or, you know, now they saw me or pap and now there's big problems, even though they've been struggling 11 months before this. It feels like there's more stress, feels like there's less time. And when there was time away from work, it felt like more looking at my life and feeling like it just wasn't where I was meant to be. So yeah, a lot of freaking triggering emotionally. But here's the thing I want to encourage you to do that I didn't do. Don't beat yourself up about it. We're human. We have emotions. We feel those feelings and let them show us what is going on. And the other thing too is I get so triggered when people would be like, Happy Thanksgiving! What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? During those times as well. I was so overwhelmed, tired, burned out. Thankfulness was not even on my radar. I was just in survival mode, trying to get through the day. You feel that? But here's what I want you to encourage too. When we're feeling our feelings, when we're aware of like, whew, we're getting triggered right now during the holiday season, I want you to start leaning into those. Maybe it's jealousy or regret or pissed offness. These feelings are actually telling you something, they're trying to teach you something. So listen what are you yearning so much for that it's showing up as envy? What have you been so passionate about that when events happen, you are left like beat red angry. What are the things that you're beating yourself up about that are actually your superpowers? You know, I guess I should say that I am thankful for these big, ugly emotions, because these can be some of my best teachers when I lean into envy, when I lean into jealousy, when I lean into my pissed offness, because what it's showing me is something that I'm yearning in my life. Or maybe some way that there's an injustice happening and I haven't done my own advocacy to stand up for. So I know then how to write the path. So if you're having holiday triggers, you're not alone. And also, you can make those better this year. You can recognize, hey, I'm being triggered in this. Hey, I'm pissed off about something. Hey, I don't like the holidays and here are all the reasons. And once you understand and you dig into those then you can find ways to change them, improve them. Next little thing I want to talk about in this solo cast today is winter is coming. But it doesn't mean that it has to be down and depressed and like hiding. Winter can actually be one of the best times to do personal development, to get a lot of rest, to realign your life. And not just with like the whole like new year, new you type thing. No, no, no. I'm saying actually use the environment of winter, at least here in the Midwest when it gets dark more and it's cold, to your advantage. So I want to talk a few tips on that and give these so that you can have the hashtag best winter yet. Alrighty. Well, let's get into my tips to how to make this the best winter ever. So number one, I think it's to lower our obligations. And I think obligations is a really important word to dig into because those are the things, again, that we should be doing. We're supposed to be doing, are the right things to do. We have to remember that it's not black or white thinking. There is no absolute a hundred percent this is how it has to be done to the granular level. And so I think really taking a look at those obligations and then starting to pare away at that. You know, many times I talk about delegating and those are the tasks many times where I thought, well, I should be the one to scrub the toilets. I should be the one that makes the dinners. I should be the one that folds all the clothes. I should be the one that runs kids to activities. I should be the one who can do all the things. But what I realized is those obligations can be done by anybody and that I needed to lower the obligation burden on myself and delegate it out to other people who can help me. And that might be as simple as just asking for help. I know, newsflash, right? We're so good at asking for help. But seriously, there are probably people in your household who you can ask for help from who would be more than happy to be like, yes, absolutely, I will help you do that. But you have to remember that they don't know until you ask them. And that's one of the ways if you're feeling resentment is to confront that because resentment is unmanaged expectations. That's you thinking I'm doing all the things and no one's helping me. When in fact, when did you ever ask for help? When did you ever explain what your expectations are and how many obligations that you have and that this house doesn't just revolve around me and doing all the things, that it's a team effort? So that's my number one tip is recognize your obligations and then lower the burden. Tip number two is to get bite-sized expectations. So many times we want like the giant Hershey bar of expectations on a day like we're going to do this and then we're going to do that and then we're going to check this off and and then by the end of the day we've only got through like a third of the to-do list and then we feel totally defeated but yet we got through a third of the to-do list so i think it's just reminding ourselves like yeah we have all those expectations but we're trying to shove them into a time frame that's impossible so instead like my favorite quote had ye an elephant one bite at a time, I think you have to look at your expectations and then break them down even smaller. Give yourself overestimated time. All you surgeons out there, you know that you do that with the OR sometimes. You give extra time so that you know you don't feel rushed. So you know that you you can do a good job. And then if you get done, then you're like, huh, got a few extra minutes. Gonna head over, get a snack, gonna call, gonna get on Amazon, order some Christmas presents, right? So bite size expectations is number two. Number three, I think it's important to recognize that winter can be a really great time of year for adventures. Now, I know not everybody loves going out into the woods, getting their boots on, tromping around in the snow and the ice like I do, but that's not the only type of adventures that you can have in the winter time. You can do so many things so many things that you would not typically do in the other seasons. But for some reason, winter gets a bad rap of like, it's just sad and we all get seasonal affective disorder and we all hate our lives in the winter. I think it's important to realize that you can purposely put adventures in to help with all that. You can make it whatever you want. And so Maybe it's more days off during the holidays, but maybe it's days off in like January and February just to have adventure days. You know, maybe one of your adventures would be going and trying out a new place you always wanted to stop at or, you know, so many things that you can do. If you do go outside, it's a great time of year because there's no bugs or creepy crawly things, which is one thing that I like. And also all the weeds and everything are kind of down so you don't get stickers. But anyway, I want you to think about that. And that's my number 3 tip is like go have adventures. Go rent an Airbnb somewhere with a huge fireplace and and learn how to do that. Like I said, there's so many things that if you open the opportunity up and realize like, "Oh, I make this whatever I want." I just don't let it happen to me. It can be amazing. And my fourth tip, for winter is coming is this can really be a time of growth, of rest, recovery, and restoration. And so I want you to think about that. Think about how you can tune up your sleep. And I'm not saying like just get more hours, but what I want you to do, no more sleeping by your phone and devices. Like they need to go and get docked in the other room. No more alarms on through the night, unless you absolutely must do it being on call but I want everything turned off. Maybe it's even getting rid of social media apps on your phone. Maybe it's putting an email auto-replier that, hey, like I'm out on the weekends and I'm not gonna answer this until Monday and then hold yourself to it. But I think it's really important that we really key in our sleep and our rest. And so much of that is Detaching from our technology. And so, what are the ways that you're getting sucked into that screen? What are the ways where you just walk by and you're like, oh, I'm just going to check it? And how can you strategize to be like, no, that's not my real life. That's just online life, or that's just charting life, or that's just phone life. How can you have a digital detox and unplug and get away from that? The other thing I want you to think about in rest, restoration, and recovery is. The restore piece, which is taking you from empty and filling you up. One of the best ways that I've done this in my life is having white space. So this is literally time where there's nothing that I must do. It's just open space on maybe things that I want to do. And even during that white space, asking myself, is this a hundred percent essential? You know, because I'm not very good at white space. I'm not very good at sitting still. I always like to be having a project or making a checklist or doing this and doing that. And and white space is not playing on your phone, by the way. So get that out of your head when you say you want to like detach. No. White space is just being. Being a human, being a mom, being a friend, being by yourself, being a partner. And those spaces. And so maybe that might involve some activities, but really it's just about being and experiencing, not doing. And the last thing in restoration and recovery is the recovery piece. And this is about moving the needle so that you can be stronger and better. And so many times in the recovery phase, and I love this when people are in the wintertime and they're thinking about what they can do, it's really action focused. And it's really you focused on how can I make my work, my life, my environment, my relationships better. And many times that's about connection. So reaching out to a friend that you haven't talked to in forever, maybe having a Zoom date with somebody, maybe talking about those other ones that we talked about earlier with your obligations and expectations and doing a realignment with that. But it's really about action. So there you go. There's how winter is coming, but how to make it the best winter yet. One, lower your obligations. Two, bite-size expectations. Three, have adventures. And four, rest, restoration, and recovery. Guys, I want to tell you a little bit about my free upcoming masterclass. It's all about helping you to ditch Burma out and bring your badass self back. So what I'm doing is the last Sunday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we are all logging on with the theme to be happy now, rediscovering your inner badass, because I want that for you. So have you caught yourself thinking, I have to keep working? My job is too good to quit. Maybe it's just me. I need another vacation. Everybody else looks fine. I shouldn't feel sad, anxious, and empty. And seriously, I am so fucking tired. If you have thought any of this, it's time to make a change, my friend, because there's so much more out there for you. And I would love, love, love to meet you in person on Zoom and talk about topics. Why I think super achieving female physicians get stuck. How to start regaining more clarity in your current situation and what you really want and walk away with some real tangible next steps to help yourself move forward in a life of sustainability, purpose, and joy. Because really, why stay stuck? Move out of the place of burnout, exhaustion, and despair and towards a life and work that you truly absolutely fucking love. And I think it's just so great to be able to be in an opportunity now that you can come on the podcast and learn these things, but also to do it in a live event. So what you can expect from the masterclass is community. I'm going to be there. I don't know who else will, but that's okay. We're going to meet together on Zoom. We're going to engage for an hour. We're going to talk. We're going to learn. We're going to ask questions. And you are going to get support. You're going to have an opportunity to t- to talk as well, to ask any questions, all from the comfort of your own home on a Sunday afternoon with the dress code that is Messy Hair Don't Care. So come in your yoga pants, come in whatever. You're going to be great. And I am just loving having you. So, again, not only do you get free live coaching with me, you get a little bit of homework, you get answers to some of your questions, and you get to meet other people who are in the same situation and ready to support each other. So, click the link in the show notes so that you can get signed up for the free masterclass because I send you some pretty fun, bomb ass emails ahead of time to make you giggle. And also, so you can get the Zoom link. And I can't wait to see you there. I don't know how long I'll keep these going, but they've been a lot of fun every month. And I would love, 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 to meet every single one of you. You All right, y'all. Well, like I said, we're getting into it. And every time when we get into the end of the year, I know people start telling themselves a dangerous story, which is next year I'll do better. Next year, I'm going to apply for a new job. Next year, I'm going to spend more time with my family. Next year, I'm going to be happy. We think so highly of our future selves as if all of a sudden, like we're just going to fall in and be totally different people. But hey, newsflash, if you want next year to be different than this year, you got to start making changes now. You got to start becoming the person that you want to be today no time for half ass effort. We're going full ass here. And so what I want you to encourage you to do is start applying for those jobs now. Start spending more time with your family now. Start figuring out your next steps now. No more next year, no more new year, new you. No, no. It needs to start now. And one way that you can do it that's super cost effective because it's freaking free is come hang out with me in my masterclass, November 29th. It's the last Sunday of every month, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Check out the show notes so that you can get signed up and get all the email reminders. And I'm telling you, this will help move the needle. This will help you get moved forward. This will at least give you kicks of encouragement and time to hang out with me so that this can start now. Thanks, friends, for listening. It's been fun to do the solo cast with you today. And I just want to remind you, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.
1: Blind and lock the door. Ten, nine, eight, six. Liquid limbs and heavy lids.